0: This week's Getting Growns brought to you by Poshmark, the easiest way to buy and sell fashion items. Download the free Poshmark app to score amazing deals from tons of brands or list your own items and wait for the offers to roll in. Shipping is fast, easy, and is all handled directly through the app. It absolutely is. I can attest to Poshmark. I have sold items on Poshmark. It is very, very easy to the point where they send you the shipping label. They make sure that um, they check everything to make sure it's authentic. And it's, it's really the easiest way to buy and sell your goods. So today you can get $5 off your first purchase when you enter the invite code GROWN5 when you sign up. We used to talk. And laugh all night, girl. What happened to those days? Did they all just fade away? Holding you in my arms made me feel so happy. Then you said you had to go. What's wrong? Baby, I need to know. But mm-hmm. now is the oh day gosh. I wish you can come back to me to make a show. I should have just started but you're talking. long gone away. And now I'm missing you. So I'm missing you. Oh, my God. oh, dear God. I miss you. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm talking to you, Kia. No. no I no. miss
1: you. I saw you like two days ago. <laughs> In mm-hmm. all month. <laughs>
0: Holy unnecessary. Welcome back to another episode of Getting Grown. Praise the Lord, niggas.
1: We're tardy for the party like Kim Zosiak. Whoa. <laughs> Never. Whoa. But for a good cause. Yes. So praise the Lord, niggas. Welcome back to Getting Grown with Jade and Kia. I'm Kia. I'm Jade. And we're back to talk about adulting, the good, the bad, the ugly, the tests, the trials, the twists, the turns, the temptations and the taxes of being an adult in the year of our Lord twenty eighteen, man. It's it's just about December, man.
0: It is December.
1: It is just about <laughs> December. We've got like a day left in December. And then twenty eighteen will be a rhapsody in the basement. It will. That seems crazy will. to say.
0: It absolutely will. We are literally getting ready to head into 2019, 2018, just got here.
1: Literally. Like, I feel like I just left Watch Night Service, went to get myself uh, something to eat, and then came on home as a Christian aunt. But, <laughs> uh, man, like, literally, like, the next Watch Night Service is in, like, 30 days. and It it's really is. going to be, like, 2019. So crazy, so crazy right now.
0: I'm excited though, because um, I feel like 2018 gave me more than I expected it to, and so Absolutely. I'm excited to see what 2019 is going to bring for myself Man, and listen, for us.
1: Listen, I mean, the Lord has shown out, and, I'm um, and um, you know what scares me and excites me at the same time is that people keep saying, you know, the best is yet to come. I mean, we're that's just it. getting started. So I'm just hope, hopeful and um, prayerful that we can continue, you know, the course. And shout out to all of you guys for riding with us and taking this journey with us to into the unknown of whatever getting grown um, has materialized. Absolutely. <laughs> um, as, and we're just having a good time, you know, figuring this out with you all. Thank you for all the love and support. You guys continue to listen to this raggedy show week after <laughs> week after week. <laughs> And, um, you know, i I can't tell you how much it means to me
0: it really it really means the world. I mean whether we're late on time, whatever yeah. you guys are always there and ready and have been super supportive and loving. and we are truly, truly grateful
1: um because there would be no show if there was no support. so absolutely. so shout out to y'all. and now that we have you know totally mustrified. the opening of the show we can settle on in but um how are you doing sis i feel like i stupid saying that because i've talked to you every day (laughs) literally literally been in Uh, your face every single day we have just we have just been so uh full of one another (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) and it's been an awesome time shout out to shout out to our friends man we had an awesome time in saint lucia uh This weekend, this past weekend, having a bit of a break, a bit of a vacation. Much needed for me. This is the first one I've been able to take all year. Um, So I I sure do appreciate uh, the time to um, just sit around and do nothing in wonderful warm weather.
0: Yes, we celebrated Furinasia's birthday. Happy Um, birthday, Furinasia. And it was a grand time. You know, it's always, I have to say with our friend group, it is just lovely. Like, just being in the company, not even to just be super sappy, but it's just lovely to be in the company of your niggas. You know what I'm saying? And, like, <laughs> I I got some good niggas in my corner. I really, really do. I love my Same. friends. I cherish them. And I'm grateful for them. And, you know, it goes far beyond internet or oh, <laughs> far beyond. podcasts or any like, of that. Nice. Like, these are my friends. You know what yes. I'm saying? These are my, These are my chosen family. Um... These are the people who I can leave my child with and I trust that she's going to be just fine. I don't have to worry. These are people who have been there for when my child was born. These are people who have been there for my wedding. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so I'm very grateful for my friends. I'm very, very grateful for every single one of them. Me too. Um, including the few who are not able to make the trip. You know, because of obligations and duties. But, like, I'm grateful for my friends as a whole. And as I get older, I'm really appreciative. And I'm, you know, I know that I have a special group of friends. Not for any other reason other than that they are just really great friends. So, Um, it was a great time.
1: Absolutely. I mean, we get questions a lot. I mean, I know I do. Even when I do my little uh, things on Instagram, the questions things on Instagram, I almost always get asked. How do you make friends as an adult? And uh I think that this is an awesome question to ask. Um, but I feel like people are always disappointed in the answer, in that um it's not something that I I ever set out intentionally to do. I never woke up in the morning and said, I'm gonna meet new people and make new friends today. I believe that you find friends um by First, being committed to being you in every, in every space, being authentically mm-hmm. you in every space. And second, you find friends by being comfortable with doing things by yourself, doing things that you love by yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think when you are out living your life, doing things that you love and you enjoy by yourself, you honestly attract like-minded people with similar interests or like-minded people with different interests but like minded yeah. people who you like-minded connect with people. absolutely and and I think people you know who who i I've had you know being as old as I am, I've had lots and lots of friendships um and I'm appreciative of all of them, I think mm-hmm. all of them have had value and significance in my life absolutely but you know I, you get to a certain age and you feel like you know you want there to be alignment in who you are and who you are. Evolving into and your friend group and the people that surround you with and I know for me y'all know who I am like I'm a very prayerful person. I found myself in situations where I was having different contentious strain and stupid petty fights with people who who I were friends with. And it just became exhausting. And I remember dry, riding in my car. This is when I had my little kid Rio named Rodney. Yes. And I was riding, <laughs> riding in my car one day, and I legitimately was praying. I might have been. I I feel like I know where I was. I was I was on, um, the Sprain coming out of Westchester mm-hmm. into heart into the city. You know where the Sprain turns uh-huh. into uh the Westside Highway. Yep right there like by dykeman. Okay. I was literally riding through that toll booth and all of that and I was literally praying like Lord send me the people who I'm supposed to be around. Mm. And it was that simple. And I felt like you know it it didn't all happen at once, but slowly but surely I started connecting with people and you and it only it it takes one. Like I connected with Tay and XD first. And then from there uh you know you started meeting different people and, and different friends of friends And pretty soon, you know, even those, I mean, even those connections and friendships go through their processes of evolution and Mm -hmm. timing and all that stuff. But you end up with this core group of people who you can call on and count on, people who show up in your life consistently, people who don't question you, your character, your integrity. And those are the people who I feel like... Uh, You know, with the answer to the prayer that I prayed, you know, there on (laughs) just past Dykeman Street (laughs) on the West Side Highway. So that being said, I don't mean to get all deep, but just like friends and friendships, cultivating those relationships is a huge part of adulting. Right. Because it's about Mm -hmm. it's about that vetting process. It's about growing and understanding where you fall short in being a friend and where the friends that you have have fallen short in being a friend. All that stuff is really grooming and to let Grooming and and maturing and helping you to see what kinds of relationships you need in your life. Um, And that's what's up. So, all that to say, I'm grateful for for all that, you know, the way that, that my life has been orchestrated to this point. The people who have been, who I've been connected to, the people who the Lord has disconnected me from, whether temporarily or indefinitely. I feel like everything serves its purpose. Absolutely. And, um... Yeah, like you said, I'm just super grateful. We're heading into, you know, the very last month of this year and looking forward to 2019 and all the things that are gonna come with that, um I'm just excited, man. Things are yeah, good.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens. I'm excited for everybody that I love. I know that it's getting ready to be great. Show and with all of that bowl of oatmeal out of the way, we can get right on into some good old trash. Let's do it. <laughs> Ooh, trash is cool today. So, we'll start off with something good. A couple good things. Viola Davis is going to play Shirley Chisholm in the Fighting Shirley Chisholm movie for Amazon.
1: Yes, I um, saw
0: that today. I'm thrilled. I'm, I'm so thrilled. excited.
1: Cannot wait. Viola it's Davis. going to be life receiving.
0: Listen, life I mean, giving. I'm like, who
1: who else could have? It's going to be so good. I can't wait because Shirley Chisholm is one of my favorite people anyway. Yes. And I feel like Viola Davis is going to capture all of the idiosyncrasies of her black woman. Let me tell you something. She's going to capture every <laughs> she movement. She is so She's gonna capture black whole and essence. so woman. It is so good. It's it is so, so good. Such and a good Shirley decision. Ch- Listen, if y'all know any history buffs out there, y'all know Shirley Chisholm was good for a read. She mm-hmm. used to get the girls together all the time.
0: And it's going to be so good. I can't wait. And what's one of the most used gifts so far? Viola Davis getting up with her purse. That's right. Getting niggas together silently. So I cannot wait to see her depiction of Shirley Chisholm. I know that it's going to be it's gonna be a performance. It's going to be theater. Lit lit. It's going to be lit lit. Lit lit. Nigga Peace Theater. Okay. <laughs> Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade had a baby.
1: They sure did.
0: By surrogate.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: And let me tell you how proud Gabrielle Union is to be a mother.
1: I, I feel like she deserves. She, she has, does. She has fought the good fight. S-
0: Sis has gone through it, and Absolutely. she truly, truly deserves. She has created an Instagram page for this baby. It's got Absolutely. And it why look, not? She looks just like a daddy. Like, it's just a beautiful thing, and I'm very happy for their family. So shout out to them. Their,
1: shout out the, to
0: them. Their son, His sons are loving all over the baby. You know what I'm saying? She is just, she is an addition to their family, and I'm very happy for them because I feel like they deserve it. Absolutely. So I know a lot of a lot of people haven't wanted to talk about this. And um, we don't have to go into all the details of it because I don't think that's the most important thing about this at all. So um, have you heard about Dwight Howard?
1: So, okay, I have not. So when I woke up, was it Monday morning or Tuesday morning? Mm-hmm. Crystal told me about it. Okay, um, but that's is all. Like, she just told me that the internet was a buzz with some mess related right. to Dwight Howard, and she gave me like the very broad strokes of what the story was, and okay. I did, I just left it right there.
0: So <laughs> a young man has um ha- has tried to out Dwight Howard and say that he had a relationship with him. Um, Leak recorded conversations. He made claims that Dwight Howard. Um you know was into trans women and mm. men, and that he that he's gay, okay, so whatever people you know are people are still childish, they're still gonna buzz you know they're still gonna they're gonna still gonna say what they're gonna say. My whole thing about the whole situation is that it is never anybody's place to out anybody now initially, when I first heard this story, I was like because I heard it from the vantage point that Dwight Howard had tried to put a hit out on a translator and I don't know all kinds of mess and I was like well that's not right like to cover up like why would you but it it leads to a bigger conversation of well no that kind of behavior is never okay that is not okay and we need to protect our trans um brothers and sisters at all costs you know what I'm saying because they deal with a lot but it is not your place to out anybody. And this is the problem, especially in the black community, as it pertains to homosexuality and making people feel ashamed to the point where it goes... You, and, it, and it's... The way in which it was done, it's like, okay, so A, did you ever... If you did have this relationship with Dwight Howard... I'm not judging Dwight Howard for having a relationship with a man. But if you did have a relationship with Dwight Howard, was it ever a pure relationship? Because... Why were you recording conversations that you were having with him? And why are you releasing this information as if it is something to tarnish him when you already know how homophobic the world is by nature? You know what I'm saying? And it's like we already suffer so much with with a lack of knowledge and understanding and so many things in the black community as it pertains to that and what people and struggles people are dealing with as well it's just lifestyle. Like we just we we struggle with that as a people and how to deal with that. And a lot of it is ignorance. But if you are especially if you're in the LGBT community, why would you LGBTQIA I hope I didn't miss anything. Why would you <laughs> Why would you do this in a manner in which you're like, oh well, look, let me spill the tea on Dwight Howard. Like, look, this nigga is gay. You're making him. You're already. If if Dwight Howard is closeted, as well as so many other black men, why do you think they are? Why do you think? Why do you think they feel ashamed to tell the world who they really are? Right. Because you all are treating them like this instead of being welcoming instead of trying to help to ease the situation and help them how to cope with a world that's already against why would you why would you do that so that's the conversation that i want to have about that particular story it's not about oh dwight howard is gay it's about why are we treating black men as if that is something that's wrong if, if we are also trying to advocate for, you know, people to be themselves, it's, it's not cool.
1: The whole thing is some bull swanky. I'm going to tell you why. Well, I mean, you laid out why. But I just feel like, like you said, we, unfortunately, what, what society has, what individuals and people in society has come to value more than anything else is attention and Mm -hmm. money and, and people are willing to stoop to such, such vile and, and desperate Desperate. and (laughs) like, they're just, they're just willing to do whatever it takes to have some, some level of acclaim and notoriety, even Mm -hmm. if it's for, even if it's for the most terrible, terrible reasons. Um, and, and, it's it's really sad when you think about it. Um yeah, it's just it's just bull. It's 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 so stupid. And I wish that we I really wish that we could get to a place where we would learn, like we would just practice the ministry of minding our own business, being so captivated and consumed with our own lives and our own purpose, and blowing up the timeline with that mm-hmm. <laughs> versus trying to just, you know. Be so messy and dirty, like Nene said, you never win when you're dirty, never. Right. So I don't know what this young man expected.
0: This is what um, I'm saying. Like, what what were you trying to get out of this? Like, if you really were having a relationship with him, and, and you know, and you you know, there was some sort of mutual understanding that you guys were romantically involved, then why would you record conversations with somebody that you love? Why would you do things to set them up? In the future, why would you do that? And it's not your place to out anybody. It's not. It's not your place to out anyone. So I had to sit with that for a while and like figure out how I felt about the situation. Cause it's like you hear about this man putting hits out, and you're like, what is? This is not all right. And th- but then I'm like, you know what? Black black men act like this because we we acting like this. This ain't cool. It's not. It's not all right. And it doesn't make an excuse. It's not. It definitely is not an excuse at all for. Any harm to be done, like I said, to the trans community whatsoever. That's not what I'm saying. Um, I'm well aware of, of the countless and disturbing murders that there have been in the trans community because of sick people out there. But the lar- another large conversation we need to have is stop making people feel ashamed for who they are. And that like because it's never in any form, fashion or capacity for who these people are, whether they be trans, whether they be gay, whether they be into snakeism. I don't know. We need to stop. <laughs> we need to stop m- making people feel ashamed for, for, for what they choose for their lives. So anyway, um, Remy and Papoose are going to be on Good Morning America. You know what? I uh, being Remy and Papoose, you know. Oh, uh-huh. hey girl! Hey but girl. I was like, okay, all right, come on, black people representation on Good Morning America. I was very happy to hear that, and then I heard some bad news. Oh, God. Remy was found in contempt of court. Dang, Remy! For failing to provide documents in a Vincent Herbert lawsuit.
1: She's pregnant.
0: Nigga. So basically, she uh, Vincent was Remy's manager and um they dissolved their relationship I believe earlier this year he is being sued by his former record company if I have that correct um and so they need documentation from Remy and she's failed to provide those documents and they're saying she has 30 days to do so or there will be I don't know I forget what the word is but um, yeah, so she's she's been found in contempt of court for failing to provide documents. She's got 30 days to come up off some papers. So let's just really rally around Remy because we she don't need none of that. Um, and I hope that she gets it all together because I don't want to see, their family is in such a good place. I don't want to see anything happen to that, like, nah, that would be <coughs> so let's see, we'll see what happens with that. Um, Safari. Strit and Erica Mena are dating. Ew, I know. That's what I said. Exact word. Ew. <laughs> exact vocabulary. Ew was it. <laughs>
1: I mean, Erica Mena is just not going to be satisfied.
0: Yo, Erica Mena is a succubus. I
1: she... wish that she would just leave <laughs> us alone. Like leave everybody. Leave us alone. <laughs> Safari. long girl. I can't
0: help but say his name like that. He is... Listen, we all know he is foolish, okay? He is a clown. But he is hilarious. And he, he is, he is a, and just fun, okay? He's fun to watch. He's entertaining. <laughs> He's ridiculous as hell. He's never anybody that I ever go for. I'm not interested in anything that Safari has to offer, played up, served to me. Not a single solitary thing. <laughs> However... <laughs> I do find him to be quite entertaining and he seems like he comes off as like a good dude like a foolish ignorant fool but like a good dude and Erica Mena just she just gives me succubus didn't she slap somebody in the club one time I don't know that child is always going off on somebody Um, the women of Wakanda are on entertainment weekly magazine cover. Uh, and they look beautiful and I just love that that's how the year is ending with black women still on the covers that's how the the year began with all of our our bevy of black women on covers from Yara to Tracy to everybody who graced the cover of every magazine um, at the top of this year so I'm excited to see that I just thought that was just worth mentioning um Tommy Tommy Lee (laughs) you remember Tommy Lee no um pamela anderson's ex-husband
1: oh he's still living
0: yeah i know surprisingly enough uh what was he in motley Crue? i can't remember but remember he was a drummer well he says that tra- do you know who travis scott is um. i have to ask you these things travis scott is a <laughs> rapper he's also kylie jenner's baby's father okay okay, okay. yes I young man with the braids man. that won't grow
1: I know of this young man. I do.
0: Yes. Okay. So he's actually listen. I'm not gonna sleep on the youth. Travis Scott album was actually very good, and I was not a Travis Scott person, and I'm still not really into him like that. But that Astral World album was great. So anyway, he so his album is titled Astral World after a six the Six Flags theme park that was in Houston, um, and that's where he's from, and. Tommy Lee, I guess once upon a time had like he he performed on a roller coaster on the stage. Well, Travis Scott set up a roller coaster on his stage, oh, God, and man. Tommy Lee is s- screaming and hollering about how he ripped off his idea. I mean, when twelve thousand so years ago, sir. He first of all, nobody knew that you were still with us. Second of all, the young man's album is called Astroworld. Named after a Six Flags theme park. What makes you think he was thinking about your wrinkled prone face <laughs> when he was putting together his set and putting together his stage decorations or whatever the shit is called?
1: I would venture to say that this, this what's his name? Travis? Mm-hmm. Travis might not even know who, who you
0: are. are. <laughs> that boy was born in the 90s, he sir.
1: Has, he is just Okay.
0: He was he born has, when you and your woman were at the height of your foolishness.
1: He has no earthly idea. Not a single you clue. Might be. Like
0: no. So get over yourself and and like go on somewhere. Because nobody even knew you were around. <laughs> so and then lastly, big trash. Oh, Jesus? Salim Akil, Mara Broth Akil's husband, has has I guess he's being slapped with the lawsuit and has been accused of sexual abuse and misconduct against um his former side piece so
1: mm,
0: okay. um the lady came out I guess she's either a right i think she's a writer she might be an actress, but don't quote me on that and she made some very detailed and gross uh accusations. Um, and when I say gross, I'm not saying that they were like lies because I don't know. They actually are so detailed that it would be very hard for me to believe that those are made up. But they, were, the actual like details were gross. She said that he forced her um, to give him oral sex and even and peed in her mouth. Like, Ooh, that's yeah, nice, like just foul things. Right. So um, he is. Yeah, he's being accused of that. And being slapped with that lawsuit. She's also claiming that love is. I think a portion of that. Or a part of the idea. Or what have you was hers. Is what she's saying. And that he took it and made it his own. But my problem with the whole thing. And I think it's all disgusting. I'm like you know what. Get all the creeps out of here. Do what you have to do. Like, You cannot be sitting up here acting one way. And you are acting a complete different way. Behind closed doors. um, And disrespecting women and so forth that that is never okay um I'm also disturbed too because uh as me and my co-workers were having a conversation about this we were talking about we started talking about love is and then you know we were trying to figure out where Mara's career began because we knew it had to have been before girlfriends it had to have been before the game we're like she didn't start there so I went to go look her up and it just fun fact, she wrote for Moesha and she also wrote for the Jamie Foxx show. But mm-hmm. um, I thought it was really like when I went to look her up, to look that specific thing up, her Wikipedia wasn't the first thing that came up. Her accolades and her credits and things were not the first thing that came up. Her husband's messy articles were all, were all that came up at the top of the search page of the search engine. And I just, I'm like, not that we are not, you know, because there are people like myself who are, you know, who are like, well, no, she's got a career of her own. You know, she's she's got a, a great resume behind her. You know, she's definitely proven herself and put her work in. But I just hate that the first thing you see when you Google her now is that. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's fair to her. It's, it's not. So... <laughs> It's not. That was that, and that's the last thing in the trash.
1: Well, we thank God.
0: Ooh, because that was heavy today.
1: Indeed,
0: indeed. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> um. Let's shout out, a sis. Yeah, let's do that. Let's, let's let's turn the
0: conversation. My sis is popping right now. Like, all right,
1: boys and girls, it's time to shout out our sisters. We've got an email from a listener yes we do i'm gonna read it right stinking now Look okay
0: those spongebob pants those are fancy
1: rest in heaven too. what's the man's name the man that the created Sponge... spongebob i know he has gone on to glory my god and he wasn't even he was like 50 something gone Aww. too soon gone too soon gone too soon thank you sir for a Krusty Krab crab pizza it is the greatest pizza crusty cray okay let me focus and get back to the task at hand (coughs) you all right yes i'm cracking Mm up okay sisters my name is taylor hey taylor i'm a recent graduate of spelman college class of 2018 all right just a few minutes ago come on Um, type it fast Currently pursuing an MS in Foreign Service with a concentration in International Development at Georgetown University. <laughs> team typing real fast. Absolutely. She says, yes, I am. Hashtag team typing fast. You certainly are, Says The season has brought a lot of transitions to my personal, professional, and academic life. I am riding the wave, but I must admit I get pretty lonely sometimes. Your podcast has been true light. Y'all are the girlfriend study partners that I don't have physically here yet. Thank you for being there on this journey, making me reflect, laugh, and learn along the way. Aw, oh, bless your precious little heart. <laughs> um, I am actually writing to you all to shout out my big sister, Dominique, who is currently pursuing her executive MBA at the University of Oregon. Yes, Dom is also team type and as She is also in Oregon, my God, today. She just launched her hashtag for the culture scholarship, dedicated to her mother, Teresa Scotes, and our father, Michael Debnin. It's a $1,500 scholarship for creative college freshmen and juniors who love culture with a 2.5 minimum GPA. Interested applicants can get the application by emailing ddd at com or visit www.debninscoats.com. The app is due December 11th, so that's just in a few minutes. So Mm -hmm. guys, get your applications in so dominic personifies personifies i'm sorry black excellence in every way every day she is such an inspiration to me for her commitment to education the arts and most importantly service to the black community uh love you uh love you dom love you Jaden, kia sincerely uh taylor debnan a proud baby sister so this is awesome um shout out to both taylor and dominic for uh, Dominique, I'm sorry. I keep saying Dominique. That's the man. That's not you. Dominique. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Dominique, who is, you know, both working on their master's degrees and not only um not only working on their own careers, but lifting as they climb with this awesome scholarship for undergraduates. Mm -hmm. So we will most definitely leave the contact information, the application information, how you guys can apply to this $1,500 scholarship. Y'all know every coin counts, especially when you are a student. So I encourage, you know, um, creative college freshmen and juniors who love culture to apply. A 2.5 GPA is really bare minimum. So you guys ought to have higher than that. Yes, I said it. But, (laughs) you know, if you're right... If you're right there um, it's 2.5, you can still apply. Y'all go ahead and get this money. Support the, um, is it Schultz or Scopes? I don't know. The Schultz family as they honor their father. Um, and get your coins, you know, at the same time. Um, this is my kind of carrying on. So shout out to, both, to you, Taylor, for shouting out your big sister, Dominique. Absolutely. And shout out to your family for honoring your uh, father in this awesome way. Such
0: an awesome way. I, I cannot wait to see what happens from that. Oh, your um, mother and your father,
1: Teresa yes. Schultz and Michael Debnin. So your that's parents. what's up. Parents. Um,
0: let's move on to the kitchen table.
1: Oh, they do it. <laughs> Booth season has finally arrived. I'm glad about it. This is the perfect opportunity to be the fall fashion trendsetter you always dreamed of being, honey, without spending millions of dollars to do it. Live up to your style potential with the membership at JustFab.com. Millions of women say that JustFab is their go-to site to see what's new and trending and popping in boots, shoes, clothing, and accessories. When you visit the site for the first time, you can take a style quiz, and JustFab will personalize your shopping experience so your favorite styles Rise straight to the top. You can shop as a guest, or you become a JustFab VIP like me and like Jay. Becoming a VIP yes. is by far the best way to shop. VIP save up to thirty percent on retail prices and gain access to tons of other exclusive perks. So I filled out my quiz. You know what I'm saying? It is over the knee boot season. So I'm going ahead and um, you know, I, I got a flat and a heel. You know, because I'm a woman of a particular age, I need to have options. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked. My boots, I put them in the cart. They sent them to me. Look at these split, easy, breezy, beautiful boot seats. <laughs> um, so you can get your whole life. Um, it's time to step up your boot game, sis. You can do that right now if you go to JustFab.com grown and sign up as a VIP. You'll get your first style for as low as $10. That's JustFab.com grown to get your first style for as low as $10. JustFab.com grown. Support for today's show
0: comes from Thrive Market, an online marketplace that's on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. You'll get access to thousands of the best-selling organic foods and natural products at 25 to 50% below traditional retail prices. Whether you're vegan, gluten-free, or feeding a family, you can choose from 80-plus qualities to get everything you need, including non-GMO, fair trade, certified, and BPA-free. From organic, almond butter to lavender essential oil, Thrive Market carries everything you need. They have pantry staples, cleaning products, sweet treats, the best snacks and much more at such an affordable rate. Um, Thrive Market has an amazing mission that I absolutely love. You know, they donate to veterans, to teachers, to uh just fam- people in need like they the mission is absolutely amazing I get my packaging super fast on top of that I have very little packaging so I'm not throwing away 900 boxes and, and bubble wrap and all kinds of those little weird paper holy things like I don't have all of that to get rid of it's zero waste packaging it comes to my door the mission statement is absolutely wonderful it is definitely my jam and my jelly and my peanut butter so now with our special link thrive market is giving you an extra 20 percent off your first purchase plus plus a free free 30-day trial that's 25 percent off the already low prices that thrive market offers just go to thrivemarket.com forward slash grown to access this discount that's thrivemarket.com forward slash grown to access this discount
1: all right boys and girls we're here at the kitchen table live and direct um and and i don't know that we have a formal segment for you because there's just a hodgepodge of things going on in our minds and we're just gonna kind of brain dump here live on the air hopefully it will materialize into some meaningful conversation (laughs) but um, so Jade and I and Crystal when we were uh, on vacation and I mean all of us really just kind of talking about what's going on in the media, in the news, in the world today and recently there's been a lot of talk about relationships and gender roles within relationship structures that has been highly charged <laughs> and, you know, problematic, mm-hmm. if, if you know, for lack of, of, a, of a better word, um, at least as far as I'm concerned. And I don't really know how else to have this conversation other than to just kind of share our thoughts on what's been happening in the w- world as regards to relationships and dealings and conversations or the lack thereof between men and women. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, and part of me, um, I don't want to exclude any other, uh, you know, I don't want to exclude, you know, any other relationship dynamics or relationship situations, like, you know, any same-sex relationships or anything like that. I can only speak from my experience um, as a you know straight cis <laughs> woman, but um, you know I'm I I I don't want to I don't want to presume when I was like I don't I'm not saying that you guys should leave the kitchen table. I, I'm just putting it out there as far as you know what I'm hear, hearing and seeing in the news and social media and how it's it is you know affecting in in me and the way that I think and how mm-hmm. I exist in my life. So that's just as like a little a little disclaimer, but I'm hopeful that we can all have a productive conversation about what what these things mean for us and for our and for our families and for our futures. So um one of those um I don't even know his name. One of them one of them dudes on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, I think the one that was in a relationship with Brooke Valentine, I don't mm-hmm.
0: know his name. It neither do I
1: It is inconsequential. (laughs) But but he recently took to the shade room and made a video. uh, Basically, well, I don't know if he took to the shade room. He took to the internet and the shade room posted it. But he basically posted a video that was um, complaining about independent women or women being so independent and vocalizing that they do not need men. Mm. Um, I'm presuming men that they were in relationship with and he was just really kind of threatening <laughs> in his in his messaging at least that's how I received it it was just like you know um, if you don't need if you all you do is talk about how independent you are and how much you don't need a man then a man is going to find somebody who needs them and you know why you so independent you can just have sex with yourself and eat your own pussy and all, all other manner of crass commentary um mm. and I don't know how else to talk about this but to say that it was just the dumbest thing I have ever <laughs> heard in all of my life. It is it is really dumb. Um because I feel like I get this a lot. Um mm-hmm. as a woman, as a single woman, and I'm even cautioned by other women about appearing to be too independent or having, you know, we're just kind of reiterating this need that men. This well, this this need that men have to feel needed, and I got a problem with that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to talk about it because I feel like, you know, we when we are, when we are. Um, t- I don't. I'm looking for a word. When we are, sullying. When we are shaming women. For independence, we are encouraging. We well, I should say, we, when we are discouraging independence, we are encouraging dependence. Mm-hmm. And as far as I understand, dependence in relationship is an unhealthy situation. And I feel I don't know if it is just a lack of information or ignorance in that people are conflating the terms dependence and dependability because those mm-hmm. are two entirely different things. Mm-hmm. But I guess what I'm trying to say is how have we gotten to this point where it seems like we are speaking different languages
0: because i feel like and i'm not going to speak for a whole because there are a great number of men who are um
1: hey not girl. you
0: not you <laughs> <laughs> there are a great number of men who are well informed and are trying to you know change the 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 common um themes that we've kind of been taught throughout society it's funny because ironically enough like so at work we, we have a really casual office everybody gets their work done but it's a really casual setting it's very small so we like turn the tv on while we're working and work on the couch and whatever so we'll play netflix so my co-worker puts on a s'more <laughs> comedy special today and s'more is very funny She's she's hilarious. You know what I'm saying. Um, she is, I like her a lot. always have. Always have. She's always been very funny, but it's so funny as, you know, I'm like I understand a lot. You know, when older you know ones in the older generations and whatnot say, and I probably said it at times. You know, like, damn, this generation is mass sensitive. You know what I'm saying. But there's a there's there's a piece of it that is very sensitive, but there's also a larger conversation of us educating ourselves and learning how to um be different people you know what i'm saying learn different things like we've we have a slew of information about our non you know about the non-binary and and just so many new things that have that are, might not necessarily be new but they're just new newly discussed in society i guess and mm-hmm. um you know we're, bec- we're becoming educated on, on these things And there's just like a group that just don't want to advance. (laughs) They just don't want to learn about it. And there's also our older generation. So she turns on to some more special. And it's funny. And we're, you know, kicking in at some of the jokes or whatever. And then she gets into this conversation. And it's like dripping in so much misogyny. And like letting a man be a man. And that kind of commentary. And I was like, I stopped for a second and I turned to my coworker. I said, "Well, this is just problematic," <laughs> <It> <laughs> and, is. and he was like, he, "He he's a and he's a young he's I don't think he's even thirty yet young black man and he's like it is <laughs> he's like these sentiments are not." this this ain't this ain't where it's at, and I was like, it's not like it's it's problematic, right? He's like it's problematic. you guys gotta go find us some more comedy special on Netflix, and I'm not saying that it's not funny, and I'm not saying there are not parts of it. She got a whole bit about being that bitch that friend who is late for everything and is the sloppy drunk and so forth and so on. like it's a very funny special, but there is a piece of it where I had to stop, and like my antennas went up like, this ain't right, right, this ain't right at all. Um, and I know that a lot. So a lot of the problems we had to answer your question in a very long way. Sorry, <laughs> to, uh, to take the Saint Lucian winding road <laughs> to answer your question, I think that a lot of the problems that we have come from like what we've been taught from our past generations. And that whole mindset of letting a man be a man, and like making a man feel like a man, and this is a manly thing to do, and this is a this is a womanly thing to do, and calling women females, and like <laughs> I know
1: that's from that that trickles down from that. Agreed. I mean, I I was I'm reading a book right now, uh, called uh, "Eloquent Rage," it's mm-hmm. by uh, Brittany Cooper. I'm in my pain with her, with her <laughs> keystrokes and singing my life with her words, but um, yes, yeah, called Eloquent Rage A Black Feminist Discovers Her Superpower. And um, Brittany Cooper is a uh, professor of women and gender studies, she's at Rutgers University. I had the opportunity to hear her speak at the Ash Conference. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm reading her book, and, and, and there's a chapter where she's talking about um, uh, Masculinity, as demonstrated by her father and other um, people in her life as Mm -hmm. she was coming up, and how that has shaped, um, you know, how she, how she perceives, engages with uh, with men in her life currently, Mm -hmm. and some of her fears and anxieties around that. And she said something that was really um, that really kind of struck me. Mm-hmm. in terms of the ways that that masculinity is taught mm-hmm. or conceptualized to boys and men throughout their lives especially within like the black community or you know communities of color I'm talking about there like three key ways that masculinity is um, demonstrated uh, violence mm-hmm. power and mm-hmm. dominance mm. and you know if you think about ways that little boys are taught to be like what it means to be a man they're, these these concepts are kind of like the undertones of what those kind of key characteristics and behaviors are. And, you know, I I read it and it, it struck me and I've been kind of like chewing on it all day since I read it last night. Mm-hmm. Like, is that really true? Thinking about how boys are taught to play, like, you know, where they're, they're not taught to be emotional or they're not, you know, all of that and what that really means and what that really means for Men in relationships with other men and men in relationships with women specifically mm-hmm. um, and it's it made me think about ways that men want to assert their masculinity, this whole concept of feeling needed is it Is it that they need to feel needed or they need to have some level of control mm-hmm. um and i i wonder i wonder um why we even think about things in such simple ways. So I feel like there's a lot more complexity and nuance mm-hmm. when we're talking about needs in a relationship and why needs are always so quickly assigned to, like, sex and money. Mm-hmm. There are so many other needs. Like, and you you being in a relationship, for real, for oh, real. Oh, absolutely. You probably can speak to this a lot better than I can, but I'm just thinking, just because I don't need you to... Support me or sustain me. I need you to get up
0: off that couch and come move this thing. Like, or I
1: need you, or I, I need you for companionship. I need you for conversation. I need you. Yeah, I, I need you. I need you to, to you know, like do life with me, right? Um, I need you to, to help me think through things. I need you to be the sounding board. I need you to encourage me. I need you to have my back. Mm-hmm. I need like there are so many things that I need um mm. and 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 would expect from you that don't necessarily equate like dependence. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, and,
0: the, and the thing about it is, not to cut you off, I'm sorry. No, you're good, please. The thing about it is it's it's about the fact that y'all need each other.
1: Absolutely
0: it is a support it is literally you need to treat it like a like a structure with support beams and if one of those support beams breaks the rest of it is going to fall you need Absolutely. both of those both of those strong foundations in order to make a complete structure that's stable and so there are things that both of you have to bring to the table you know what I'm saying? Um, and that you're going to need each other for. But it doesn't need to be like, I need you to take care of me financially. Or I, I need you to need me to take care of you financially. It doesn't need to be that type of mindset. I look at examples like my father or like Tristan <clears throat> where, you know, my mother has had many ventures in her life. Real estate um catering you know everything and my father has supported her wholeheartedly and been you know along the way um you know she's had some emotional frustrations he's been there as a support system for her and in the same capacity my father has had his own business for some time and my mother significantly F- helped my father with his business to the point where he that nigga didn't know how to work a computer he would literally like tell us to turn the computer on and then ask us to come scroll for something for him. Like he did not even know how to work a computer, but he was running this business. And guess who's handling his proposals and his invoices and his email correspondence and all of that? My mother, and he needed her for that. He didn't even know how to do that. But the but what I the example that I got from them is that they relied on each other in different ways.
1: Well, I think that I mean, when I hear when you say that, it's like they complement one another. Exactly. Right? So like it's it's about it's about cultivating this synergy between the two of you where, you know, where I fall short, you, you rise to the occasion right. and vice versa, right? right? And that's how... That's the kind of balance I feel like we should be aiming for in a relationship, but I don't even feel like we get that far because there are these kinds of expectations or standards that... um we have, and they're so they're they're divergent, right? So mm-hmm. men expect certain things, and women expect certain things. so I'm trying to figure out how we can get to the table where we can have a productive conversation about how you know how these things can come together and start to to converge um in meaningful and important ways. Um, I wonder if it's a conversation- so like to me, okay. It's, it's mixed messaging and what that's what's frustrating to me as a single person um because all my life I have been literally trained to be self-sufficient mm-hmm. and taught that you know my adulthood my my what makes me grown is my capacity to take care of myself right. um and now that I am in that space and can thankfully do that um it's like the rug is being pulled from underneath me and it's like, oh, but you can't do it too much because then, you know, you're going to be, you know, no, no man is going to to feel like he has a place in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, But what I say to that is like, why do we like, if that's so superficial, it's so surface, right? It's mm-hmm. not, if a man, if a man would, would look beyond what he sees on the outside in terms of like my profession, uh, or you know what he sees me doing, my projects, my purpose. If he looks beyond that and to, and sees my heart and sees you know, you know me as a human being with flaws and insecurities, and you know, then th- I think the gaps <laughs> are apparent mm-hmm. and vice versa. So I don't know. It's just it's just it is it is really frustrating and, and to hear things like these conversations being had in social media and people on both sides of the table agreeing and co-signing mm. and double tapping. So it's just mm. as many women double tapping this nonsense as men and I'm just like okay so mm, help help me help, help help me understand how um I'm supposed to be a boss and Beyonce and independent and all of that And I still got to be a coat and a lid (laughs) and give birth to this grown ass man. So I I, I don't, I I mean, it's just just a lot.
0: I think that there are a uh, a batch, a strong batch of um, raggedy ass niggas out there with a really (laughs) awful, um, awful ideology and opinions and really low self-esteem. Right. And those are the niggas who are saying these things because <clears throat> if we look at women like <coughs> me <laughs> or um, the budget niece Tiffany or uh, Joy Marie, or I'm naming all of these women who are in relationships and have been a part of our show in some form or capacity, Brittany Packnett, um, mm-hmm. Dr. Joy, all of these women partnered they're married or engaged yeah and they're all doing shit with their lives <laughs> they're doing they're doing big things yeah and not saying that they they would not be doing those big things with, with or you know or without they're going to be doing those things with or without with somebody there behind them but it makes it so much better to have supportive partners and you see those examples of men who are secure with their women advancing and being able to show that, yes, I can build this very powerful thing and it doesn't diminish who you are. You know, we have all these women who are these wonderful examples of, um, you know, they're doing wonderful things and they've got these men behind them. And I feel like when you have a person who is secure, um, they're going to root for you. And when you have a person who's insecure, they're going to feel away way about your accomplishments.
1: True. I mean, and, and don't get me wrong. I think that, um, I think that, I mean, I'm not saying if that, you know, quality men don't exist. I'm not saying that, uh, all hope is lost. <laughs> um, and you know, I am not at all over here uh, being pouty patty about my situation. Mm-hmm. I re- I fully am in- I'm content in in my season. You know, I don't want anything I'm not supposed to have or anybody that don't belong to me. Um, and I'm happy to wait my turn. Mm-hmm. I-, I just feel like um, as the thinker in me, the researcher in me, the person who is curious, mm-hmm. um, it's just really. Uh, struck by the tenor of the conversation about relationships that seems to be present in the media. And I'm saddened by what I perceive to be a a lack of strong, of strong models of Mm -hmm. healthy relationship, um, you know, that are out here and available um, because I really feel like the implications of that will, you know, will just continue to result in a lot of, um, wasted time and, mm-hmm. and, and poor poor decision making and I, I can say that because I've been there and I've done it myself. Right. Um so I don't know. I just felt like maybe it was it would be worthwhile conversation for us to just talk about it, share my experience, our frustrations, our questions, to just see if others, you know, have input and, and have things to add um or questions or anything like that. And just maybe we can get a conversation going about you know what we can do like is this something that 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 we think we can address and what are the ways that we might go about addressing it is it our place to address it or do we just let it play out um you know and is it as bad as it seems because i mean i I fully recognize that it might not be as as serious as as uh, or i mean maybe not serious is not the right word but as prevalent Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's it's really loud on my timeline <laughs> and my television I'm hopeful that it's not as pervasive uh of a problem in real life situations
0: agreed agreed well you guys chime in let us know what you think about it we just literally didn't have anything framed we just wanted to have a conversation because this ashy nigga decided to jump on the internet <laughs> with his uh, slew of terrible opinions. <laughs> oh
1: God. I mean, I mean, just honestly, for if nothing else is taken away from this conversation, just know that dependence and dependability are not the same thing. No, they're not. And you do not want, you should run from the nigga who wants you to be dependent upon him because that is nothing but someone who wants to control you. And is manipulating you to believe that you have to rely on them for your survival, and which that's is gaslighting. Not, which right, and which is, and that, that's just not. That's not an, a healthy basis for any kind of romantic relationship. Um, you want somebody who wants to uh, compliment you, and 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 recognizes your value and what you bring to the table, and wants to bring that to the fore who wants to help you to enhance that and maximize it and Mm. will partner with you to make that happen and vice versa. Don't allow these raggedy niggas on Instagram and on, on anywhere in your DMS or anywhere else they may find themselves. Don't allow anybody to, um, trick you into believing (laughs) that you need them. I don't know. I don't, I don't need anybody you know, there are people who I, I love and um, relationships that are, you know, central to me and who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. But I don't need, <laughs> I don't, you know what I'm saying? I feel, and I feel ways saying that because I hope people don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Um, but, you know, people that I love with my whole heart, I don't need them to survive. Right. They may be central to my happiness, essential to my joy, but those are circumstances. And we, as we grow through life, we really realize that you know there will be ups and downs, and circumstances will always change, and you gotta adapt to the circumstances of your current situation. Mm -hmm. But need for survival, you know, the only only person I need is Jesus the Christ. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know anybody. I don't know about anybody else, but um. But I'm just speaking. I'm just speaking for me, and hope that it will encourage somebody else. Cause I mean, I was watching Portia and her hot dog dealing boyfriend, yeah. and I am <laughs> really, really concerned for Portia's safety. I am concerned. I really am because I don't feel like her situation is a healthy one. I don't know if y'all let me know if y'all agree, but I think Portia is in
0: danger. So, I, all I know is that nigga had like 100 pans of hot dogs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just don't understand. He sent over hundred pounds of hot dogs to Cynthia's house and she just like, this nigga love me. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, it may be six, seven other broads. <laughs> <laughs> right. It may be six, seven other broads throughout the Atlanta metropolitan area that he is also uh, supporting. Right? right. You yes. know? We're and not sure and he has tricked Portia into believing. That she does not need to ask him pertinent information about himself or his whereabouts. He's always like, You pressing me for information and pressing me for this and impress- Like, what is that?
0: Nigga, what is pressing? Nigga, asking you a question? Like,
1: Portia what is actually said you? out her mouth. She actually said out her mouth, you know. Um, people be asking me about where he, who he is and where he went to school and other questions about him. And I don't press my man for that information because the last woman who pressed him for that information is somewhere by herself. And I'm
0: like,
1: Portia, do
0: you hear what you just said, girl? No, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. That's not how this works. not.
1: Okay, and then if you turn the channel, just flip the channel a few more times. You got this donkey from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood telling women that they don't have to be independent; they need to need a man to survive. Oh,
0: girl, <laughs> we are get your oh little God. dick energy out of here. Oh, Nobody has time for it.
1: Sweet niece. Okay, do you you say that is so childish? Oh, LDE. It's so. Childish. So y'all just let me know if there are television shows that feature men with evolved perspectives, fully formed opinions that that, that are based in truth. <laughs> <laughs> let me know which channel that is. I will watch that. But for mm. right now, I gotta contend with Caesar and yeah. Teddy. Yes, you do. That's that's and about as good as it's not gonna get. Right, it's not right.
0: You gotta listen to Caesar and his incomplete words. Oh my gracious! I, <laughs> so
1: I got to deal with Joe Budden, yeah, and and Rich Dollars. Are you Jewel's kidding me? His, his mouth. And now, and I've been trying to tell y'all that your boy from Love is is a scammer. Look at the proof in this plan. Sis, prison. what I the proof. said you need to Look not trust proof. this hotel, I been young telling man. I've been telling y'all that Yassir is the scammer since day one. Have. Because I be knowing. I be knowing. And y'all ain't want to hear me. Y'all told me I was, oh, I'm a hopeless romantic. You're going to be a penniless romantic in a minute. And you're not going to have no T-cells while you're at it. Y'all better come up out of this romance. We too old for that. <laughs> we too old. We just too old. You got to open up your eyeballs and be real about things. Okay.
0: I, told, I knew Yasser was a scammer. he Yasser said is a Yasser, she said, she asked every question that he could answer with yes. Do you have a child? Have you yeah. been married before? <laughs> Are you using me? And this nigga, nigga said, said yes. yes, yes. Oh, he said all of the above. Yes. yes.
1: He and said, yes, still, I am using you for a fresh start. And, and for- she still gave this nigga free range and access to her home. Oh my God! Had a a key within two days. I mean, honestly, and all because of the way that he made her feel butterflies and all that carrying on. She said,
0: "I'm not having sex with anybody until they are in this house, unless they are going to be my husband or are my husband." And guess what this nigga did?
1: They had sex outside on the porch.
0: They was in the backyard in the mud. Yes, they were. And then, and then this nigga basically was like, you said you're not having sex with anybody who's not going to be your husband. Hmm. Long. Next thing I know, there's 1,000 candles on the floor. I don't know Help where those me, came Jesus. from. And Help these me. niggas are having sex to Jodeci. So, <laughs> I, you know, I just, This
1: is know. why Candy Burris told us a long time ago that we got to stay prayed up. Because she did. it's just, much she used to here. also
0: follow her own advice as well, and also in addition to, but oh no, what's wrong with Todd? Oh, nothing. I don't think you know, Todd's just Todd, he's just you know, he's just there. <laughs> I don't think okay. he's a scammer. I don't, I don't think, think it was Todd either. who came to hit you with the bullshit. I don't oh think <laughs> now that now, now I don't, you know, I understand the concern initially, um, with her late uh fiance, but right. Um, with Todd, I don't, I, I don't like. I just don't get agreed. anything. I'm like, agreed, okay, agreed, he's just there.
1: <laughs> So we can wrap this up though, because we gotta head on into the honesty boxing. We do, out the show, and we have but... just been blabbing about. Chime in, exactly. Let us know how you feel <laughs> about. You know, we just get to the kitchen table and get to yakking. Yes, so we do. Join us and <laughs> let us know what your thoughts are. Uh, listen, relationships, love is. Or nah. (laughs) Or nah.
0: Okay, so, honesty box. (laughs) Let today's sponsor, HelloFresh, take the guesswork out of meals week after week. With three plans to choose from, classic, veggie, and family, HelloFresh's meal kits make dinner easy. No more having to plan dinner, spend money on takeout, or worry about gathering ingredients week after week. Get that time back to do more of what you love because HelloFresh's easy-to-follow recipes and pre-measured, responsibly obtained ingredients are all delivered right to your door in recyclable, insulated packaging. And it's all for less than $10 per serving with free shipping. And don't worry, you're not going to spend all night in the kitchen because recipes only take around 30 minutes. It's so easy to manage. You can choose your delivery date to match your ever-changing schedule and even pause deliveries when you're on vacation or have to travel for work. Um, HelloFresh has literally saved my life. I'm able to take leftovers for lunch. We have dinner. It's, It's actually a perfect serving per person. And it just literally, it makes my life so easy. And on top of that, my it's delivered right to my door. So I don't have to worry about going out to the supermarket. I don't have to worry about paying $3.99, dollars $7.99 delivery fee plus service charge plus tax plus tip plus all kinds of things because I need to order dinner. It takes half an hour, which is less than the time it takes for me to order food and receive it. So for a total of $60 off, that's $20 off your first three boxes, visit HelloFresh.com forward slash grown 60 and enter code grown 60 it's like receiving six meals free when you go to hellofresh.com forward slash grown 60 and enter code grown 60 honestly truly all right so let's get into the honesty box it says hi Jaden kia i just saw you ladies in atlanta this weekend and thoroughly enjoyed you both along with dr joy can't wait for your return yay thank you for coming you can call me tired because that's exactly what <laughs> I am, tired. I'm a 27-year-old out here trying to navigate this working adult world. I received my um, MED in higher education over two years ago. Team type been nice. fast but tired and have been working in higher ed for about four years. I currently work in an office with people who are old enough to be my mom and grandmother, and I constantly get reminded of it daily with the side remarks of, girl, you are too young to know about this, or you probably don't even know who X, Y, and Z is, whatever. I bet I know how to sort this Excel spreadsheet, though, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) The issue I'm having is I get asked to do several tasks in the office because I'm a fast-paced worker. I'm thorough and everyone knows the job is going to be done right. But I've noticed that people who have the same title as I do get less work because they're lazy AF and do absolutely nothing. But they get paid much more than me simply because they're older than me and have been working longer than me. It's upsetting because I work my butt off, sometimes too tired to get to my other job. Don't I deserve to be paid for what I do? Or do I have to wait until I'm 70 to get paid to sit in the office and gossip all day? Sis, I don't have time. Let me know if my thinking is completely off or if I should prepare to discuss this merit increase. Help your sister out. Love you guys and thanks for creating this space. You're making such an impact and don't even know it. Signed,
1: tired. Aww,
0: uh, tired. You, tired.
1: Girl, okay, so <laughs> real quick, ageism is real. Yeah, it is. Um, and I feel like uh, it's a function of being a young Black professional. There's always going to be an older person on your job who feels like because he or she is older, usually she is older <laughs> though. Um, they know more, or and know better. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, there are no neat and tidy ways to shut them the hell up. No. Um, that don't, you know, put you and your and your job in jeopardy. <laughs> um, so I feel like, you know, in these instances, when I find myself in them, I found, oh, I, I've mastered the, um, you know, identifying opportunities to flex. <laughs> <laughs> Not, for lack of a better word, though, but it's not even really a flex because I mean it's just the truth. Um, you do your job, you do it well. There are there are ways to get older people together. There are, but you just have to be able and ready and willing to contend with the consequences of that, whatever fallout that comes behind mm-hmm. it. Um, if it's a, if it's a if if it's a merit increase that you feel like you deserve. You know, we've talked about this before. You have to go to your superiors, your supervisors with receipts. If you want more money, you need to justify why. Mm -hmm. And your justification can't be because he or she is getting more and doing less. It's got to be, these are the things that I bring to the table. These are the reasons why I feel I need to be compensated in this way. Um, And here is the proof, you know, the evidence of why I feel the way that I feel. Um, and, and, you know, these are these are two kind of separate things. I feel like asking for a merit increase may not have anything to do with the people, uh, you know, kind of writing you about your age. That That's not going to stop. You kind of figure out what's most valuable to you, getting them together or getting your money. Exactly.
0: And, <laughs> you know, you don't again, we and we spoke about this. I don't even know what episode, but a while back um, when you go for an increase, don't bring other people into it. Don't 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 talk like he has said, don't talk about what they're not doing. You talk about everything that you're doing. You have all of your ducks in a row, all of your I's dotted, all of your T's crossed, all of your examples as to why you deserve to get an increase as opposed to well I'm doing more than this person is doing. No, you just show them all that you're doing. You don't even have to bring anybody into it if you know that you are going above and beyond within your position. So, and then on the side, you know, on the side of that, just have fun with them old people. Like, when they, when they start talking (laughs) shit about what you don't know, like, like, I bet you don't know who Travis Scott is.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and you can kind of get back with him. I mean, especially, in my instance, my very first job was like that. And I had a, a very, a very, very, very talkative, chatty, nosy, uh, you know, but sweet, but just, just, just too much, too much all the time, just intrusive, just a busybody older black woman, <laughs> right? <laughs> who I, who I really liked and ended up doing a lot for me, but just personality wise, she was just busy and very talkative. Like the baby could rap, honey, to just wrap you up and tie you in a bow, just talk, talk <laughs> nonstop. But um, <clears throat> I got to the point where it was just like, okay, I know I do my job, I do it well. And when she say something to me, I'ma say something back. That's it. So, like you know, she had a habit of coming into the office um, late, right? <laughs> and she, she, may. she would, you know, just kind of, you know, we we walked down this very long hallway. Her her office was at the end of the hallway, so she had to walk by all of our offices to get to her office. And she would literally sit in the hallway and just kind of call the roll and talk to everybody on her way to her office, kind of. Literally standing there holding her bags and her lunch and all that stuff in her hand, but but riding me mm-hmm. and you know, girl, well, what you doing? What about this and what about that? And how is this and how is that? And I just got tired of it one day, and was like, Sis, why don't you go and turn your computer on and rest yourself for a minute? <laughs> then you can come back here And if you want to ask me, you know, find little ways. I, you know, master the shade that throws itself, honey. It is a gift. It may take some trial and error and you, you know, that's the risk that you risk you have to take. Oh, but there yeah. are ways that you can shade these older people to shut the hell up. You can do it. I'm telling you because I have done it, and I'm like, "Girl, why don't you go ahead and um, get to your desk and settle in, and then we can revisit this?" Because you standing here holding all your stuff, and you know you stood in the right way, get the attention of other people around her, and, she, and she'll be embarrassed, yeah, and then she won't try
0: you, like she won't try. I told you. y'all, I think I told y'all a long time ago about this this <coughs> older heavy lady who told my mother, "Ooh, you why <laughs> she you has, gained?" Yeah, Cause she said, "Ooh, you gained a little weight." She had told my mom, we gained a little weight. My mom had had a hysterectomy, the hormones was all out of whack and all of that. So my mom says, Oh, well, I'm just trying to catch up to you.
1: Exactly. And like,
0: she ways. never tried, ways.
1: she never said anything to her ever again. <laughs> all it takes, all it takes is one time. All it takes <laughs> is one time. And especially if these people are not doing their job, right? So just like you shaded her in the email, you can find ways to slide that in. Yeah. Like they say something to you, oh you don't, I you don't know nothing about this, and what else is you don't know nothing about Excel. Right. God bless you. Nope. And walk away. Like oh, and then because you know eventually they're gonna come and yeah. ask you for some help or something. You just be like oh now you want to help me? Right. I'm not. I'm old enough to help you now. Oh, okay. But you and gotta you know, just Let them niggas little know ways. Like
0: I bet you take Blurry uh, selfies on post them on Instagram <laughs> like, You know what I'm saying
1: Exactly Like there are little ways <laughs> There are little ways And I'm not telling you To go out and get fired Don't No do too much. Not
0: at all But, but you can have I fun But I feel
1: like We can we can nip this in the bud Right Absolutely. We can nip this in the bud in, in a way And, and you know just start somewhere yes
0: absolutely so
1: report back and let us know how it goes
0: keep those things separate though you know what i'm saying just roast the niggas on the low and then you know but go and go and go and get your money go and get your coin sis you know what i'm saying and do it in a professional manner exhibiting all of the 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 awesome things you've been doing in the office and within your position and how you have gone above and beyond and why you deserve to be paid more money but on the other side of things gertrude and like you know, all of them get you. Barbara can, and Shirley. Barbara, Shirley, Shirley all, all of Frankie and Grace, all of them. You can literally have such a good time getting them off of you. <laughs> I promise you. So like Kia said, report back to us. Uh, continue to send your Honesty Box questions to podcast at gmail.com. Um, and... You know if you don't give yourself a pseudonym you know kia and i love to give you guys a good name so yep uh we can't wait to hear from you and we can move right on along to these petty peeps
1: let's do it and i want to be very responsible of the things i
0: say to my sister because everybody know i can be real petty p-e to the t-t-y okay so my petty peeve this week is a, a little bit different. It's more about an article um, that a friend of mine told me about because it was specifically about her elementary uh, gym school teacher. And um, you know, so I'm just going to anyway, yes. So there, there's the article um, that that this that this is about is titled 10 year old student forced to stand outside in rain, cold as punishment mother says okay Hmm. no mm. so my petty peeve this week is about parents who do not acknowledge that their children are bad as hell so as you know you read that article clickbait you know all of that is whatever so you read that art you hear that that title and you and you're like you know what kind of you know inhumane That's why you have to watch who's watching over your kids and blah, you can't trust nobody, blah, 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 blah. Sometimes your kids are just bad as hell. And I'm going to tell you why. So my friend was telling me about this coach, right? And I think it's in Atlanta. She's telling me about this coach and this coach, she said, this is the reason she's a huge sports fanatic. She goes, this is the man who taught me about sports. This is the man who he he was just encouraging to little girls out there. He made sure that we knew that we were just as strong as the little boys. When we played the games, he made sure that he put us together, you know, to let us know we were just as strong. We can beat them. He mixed the teams. He taught everybody everything there is to so, know. He is just like a pillar in the community he's been in the guinness book of world records this man has literally been at this school for 40 years right so this particular article that i just read you all the title of this little boy so the mother says that the little boy was forced to stand in the rain as a punishment for him you know not not being able to control himself in gym class what happened was the the and she's saying that the man needs to resign from his position. This man's been teaching in this position for the last 40 years. He needs to resign from his his position. And I think Georgia, the Board of Education, is saying that um, they're going to terminate him. Apparently, this little boy was acting a fool in gym. My friend has gone to this school. She said there is an outside area that is covered and basically what happened was this kid was acting a monkey and the teacher told him, the gym teacher told him, if you can't get yourself together, you can go under this tarp and until you can get your behavior together. And the boy would not get it together and then left from under the tarp and went out in the rain and then went back and reported to his mother that the teacher made him stand in the rain, in the cold, and all of that. Hmm. So my petty peeve, because there's a lot of parents out there I've noticed. You know what I'm saying? Like, your kids are not patron saints. They are not, you know, this, like, they are not these perfect little beings. There are good kids. There are kids who have some behavior issues. (laughs) There are just all different types of children, just like there's all different types of adults out in this world. But your children, your child is not special. Your child is not special And you need to make, you need to realize, I know if if a teacher ever went to my mother and said some shit like Jade, like she wouldn't get herself together and I made her sit her ass outside the classroom. My mother is not only going to agree with that teacher, she's then going to deal with me when she gets me in the privacy of the home. You know what I'm saying? She's not getting ready to go and call up the news and so forth and so on. This lady is training this child to be a psychopath. He is going (laughs) to be able to get away with everything that he wants to get away with in this world. And he's going to be able to attain. He's already a little white boy, which means he's going to grow into a white man, which means there is a certain level of entitlement and privilege that he is just going to have off rip. And now you are instilling more of this privilege in him where you guys are getting ready to eliminate this man who's been in the Guinness Book of World Records. The whole community is writing in and trying to stand behind and rally behind him because he's been such this like the wonderful person in society for their children of all races. My friend told me that blacks and whites are getting ready to come together behind this man. And because you're a badass kid, you want your badass kid to be known. For the kid who got this man, this incredible man fired from his position because he couldn't get his act together. Somebody's going to beat his ass in the street. (laughs) But anyway, I say all that to say that sometimes the kids are just bad. They're just bad. And you need to get them together. And if you don't get them together, you are now creating the monsters of the future. So that's my Petty beef this week.
1: (laughs) Holy God. You
0: had meant that. I did. I did. Because some of these kids are bad as hell and these parents just enable them to just be awful human beings. And they grow up to be these disgusting members of society. You said that with your chest. (laughs) It just makes me mad. That's all I want for my kid, man. People are like, yo, you need to put her in commercials. You need to blah, blah, blah. I'm like, man, I need to make sure that she's a decent person. That's what I need to do. It's I need to make sure that I instill in her as best as I can she, to, to be a decent human being. It's important. It's
1: very, very, very important. And I, I trust. I know. I'm not even worried. I know that uh, that's exactly what's going to happen because we're not going to tolerate anything else. Right. From ASAP Noah. And that's the
0: bottom line. She's not going to tolerate um, nothing from us. What's your petty peeve this week, sis?
1: Okay, here we go. Um, Let me just say this. Mm-hmm. I, uh, there are, as a young professional, I'm learning that there are treacherous people. Oh,
0: yes. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: There are treacherous people who are thieves. Oh, yes. Who are, uh, who prey upon... Upon the innocent naivety of people who are, you know, just venturing into their career path. And I, I take issue with that. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like if you're, if you're, if you, if you're going to be a supervisor to someone who is, you know, coming under you as, you know, an apprentice of sorts, Mm -hmm. then it's your job to develop them. Yeah. And um, protect them. And I just feel like there are a lot of professionals who take full advantage of the people who are there supposed to be mentoring. Yeah. And I think that is whack sauce. Mm. So it's not really a petty pee more than it's just like a stop being trash. Mm. (laughs) Like, just stop being trash. Stop being trash. There's so much trash that happens professionally, and I think that's why it's important for us to build. And I, I say this because I know that there are lots of people who are like me, young professionals, um, people who are coming out of graduate programs and just starting their jobs, and they find themselves in, in situations and they're not safe. Mm-hmm. Um and it's and it's just really hard. I got lots of friends who hit me up, and people who reach out to me through Teams, typing fast, and and they just let me know that you know they're in really really complicated, troublesome, just negative situations, mm. and my heart goes out to them. So my petty peeve is for bosses who are terrible bosses, mm. and mentors who are terrible mentors, wow. and I and I just wish that I wish that we could just do better um because i mean i mean we're just so selfish you know what i'm saying like everyone is so out for themselves that they can't even look up look out for the people behind them you don't realize when you compromise the 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 progress and the success of someone in your office that you compromise your success Mm. Mm. you out here trying to outshine everybody and you look stupid (laughs) <laughs> I just want you to know that you look... No, this is not about me or my job. I'm not talking... I'm I'm in a good situation. Thank God the Lord is gracious and he sent me where I belonged. <coughs> Did. But I'm, I'm just talking, you know, speaking generally, running into women of all fields. Not even my field, but all fields. You know, ac- academics, lawyers, people who are so insecure. You know what I'm saying? People who are so insecure that they don't even realize that they don't... You don't lose anything from helping somebody else. There's enough out here for all of us to eat. This is really... And I don't even want to, This is not even about making a plug. But one of the main reasons why I've, I'm so committed to trying to build this network of Team type and fast. I'm not in it to get wealthy. I'm not in it to get famous. I feel like we we've, we've been trained up as especially black women and women of color... Mm-hmm. We've been socialized to think that we're so special being because we're the smart ones. You know what I'm saying? Most of the time coming up in our schooling, there we're, often are not a lot of us, not a lot of people who look like we look who are successful. So we feel like we're special and we hold on to that. And that's how we identify ourselves. Mm-hmm. And when we come into contact with people who might threaten that, that's when we start to be messy. And I hate that about us and that's something that i'm committed to trying to change mm. because we will get so much further you know what i'm saying when we when we work together collaboration is will take us well will just take our collective impact to the next level mm-hmm. when we out here being petty and stupid and trying to tear each other down and stealing each other's ideas and you know what i'm saying like it's so dumb and i'm over it i'm overhearing about that i'm overhearing oh you know i pitched a show idea and then you see somebody else taking it and you're like i'm over that and i wish that we would get to a place where we didn't have to do that it's so stupid stop stealing stop being petty and stop just stop trying to ruin everybody else's life for your own personal gain because you don't win like that no (coughs) you don't win like that
0: you never will you
1: never will win being ugly that's what Nene Leek said. And we, you know, we don't, we don't give Nene her flowers because she said something when she said that. Nene has said a lot of things. <laughs> Nene has said a lot of things. <laughs> Woo, Chile. Woo Chile. Woo Chile. Woo Chile. The ghetto. The ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> but legit, we don't give. We don't give. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just wish that we would get over that. That is so late. We as black women are better than that. Mm do better we create we create (laughs) exactly we we are literally the nucleus like we bring so much to the table and it's and it's effortless so it don't take nothing for us to shine and be great we own the room we walk in it they want to know how we do it so we don't have to be so petty and so stupid Mm -hmm. and like we can celebrate each other i love to give compliments oh girl you did that why? Because it don't mean that I didn't do it. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? It don't mean that I'm not doing what I'm not. Like, you know, what I'm over here doing. It don't mean that. I just wish that we can just. Ugh. My best friend, one of my best friends called me and told me that she had a, um, a project at her job, that, at her former job that she pitched. And uh, she since left that place. And, you know, now she's seeing that somebody took her idea. Now that she's gone, somebody took her idea. Oh, and it's like a thing now. Oh, so no. I'm just like, that is Why whack. Do you do that? I want y'all
0: to stop. That's not cool. That's like, listen, I found out. Do you remember early? It might have been the first or second episode where I talked about that trifling ass boss that I had that was having sex with the girl underneath him. And he'd done it with multiple girls underneath him and like was manipulative and so forth and so on. Update. He's still in a relationship with that girl. Well, let me tell you what they did, and I don't have no way, I no, I don't feel no way about saying it. So they were, they, they, so they got hired at another agency, right? She got hired, and then she brought him on as a freelancer because remember, they oh, both dear. she left her job and he lost his. So man. she brought him Hold on man. as a freelancer, right? Do you know that they got a very large account and they, took the idea of another small black business how they advertised their business and then they t- they took the entire idea for this client which is a very large business and stole it so much so that the original owner of the of the video was able to do a side by side and it was evident that the entire idea was stolen
1: Terrible.
0: I was like, y'all niggas are taking your trash on to more agencies. This is just a mess. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyway, stop stealing. It's not cool. Stop stealing. Stop being trash. It's just not cool. In
1: 2019, just be yourself and be great. And there's and plenty of room for what everybody. What they're so, like, listen, like, uh, like I was look like look, thinking about like Super, you know, Super from mm-hmm. the Crayon Case made a million and made a million dollars in in ninety minutes. Why? Because Super knows her lane, and Super gets on Instagram literally once a week and shouts out other Black business. Sure only. does. She shares every every bit of information that she's learned throughout her whole process of doing this internet thing. You know, when she started out with the comedy videos, and then she switched over to build her brand. Mm-hmm. She shares all of her tips how to build a mailing list, how to build clientele. Like, she shares all of that for free, for nothing. For nothing. She gets on Instagram yep. and, and literally gets on live every day. She shows you how she does her makeup. She tells every product that she uses. She doesn't hold back. If if people send her stuff, other businesses send her stuff. She promotes for nothing. Yep. That's why she made a million dollars in 90 minutes. Yep because she's so secure in herself that she don't it don't cost her nothing to help other people yep. and I wish that we can get to the point where we're doing that you know what I'm saying like little even the little ways like I can't I can't put nobody on right now like I'm not I'm not I don't have you know we're still trying to get on so it's hard for us to put other people on but the little ways that I can be a help absolutely I will be a help absolutely so like I got I'm supposed to be doing a book chapter working on a book chapter proposing a book chapter for this book coming out on the experiences of 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 black women and, and, and black women, black girls and black women in educational spaces, K-12 and higher education. I'm working on a book chapter and I mean, you know, I need help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't do it by myself. Well, I, I mean, I'm trying to do it by myself, but, you know, the deadline is coming. I got a million other projects. So what do I do? I reach out to a doc student. A black woman. And I'm like, you know, sure, it would be dope to be a sole author, but I can be the lead author and have a co-author and it'll be an awesome, you know, it'll be awesome experience for her and awesome experience for me. And it don't cost me nothing to have this girl to write this thing with me. And, you know, we can learn and do it together. So I could have I could have been, you know, cheap. And siphoned and held the opportunity to myself and didn't share it with her. But it don't cost me nothing to help this girl. And it actually helps me to have her help me.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: In the little ways. There are little ways. I'm saying if you don't have a business and you can't put nobody on and you can't promote on Instagram. There are little ways in your life that you can help people around you. Absolutely. And I I wish that we would get to the place where it would be okay for us to do that.
0: Well, we can start here. Because that's what we do over at Getting Grown. And um, we hope that everybody who is listening can do the same thing. We can support, continue to support and build one another. You, you know what I'm saying? We love shouting out our black businesses. We love shouting out those who are putting out scholarships and all kinds of things. Like We love shouting you guys out, and it don't cost me and Kia nothing to do that. So let's continue to pay that forward, you know what I'm saying, and shout each other out. Continue to tell each other about black businesses that are trying to build, you know, patronize black businesses, um, donate to these scholarship funds that are trying to help out these these students of color. Like, let's just try to keep that going in small ways. And if you do, if we all do it collectively, little by little, they'll grow to great things, as cliche as all of that sounds. So, absolutely. with that being said, um, in addition to us continuing to build and support um one another. We need to also make sure that we're staying hydrated while we do so. So we need to drink our
1: water. Absolutely. And continue to moisturize. And, and uh, I mean, excuse me, you tend to mind your business and also to moisturize. Why it? Because your black is going to crack if it's dry and it's wintertime. It's, absolutely. Especially now because it's cold as okay. But, <laughs> bye-bye now. Bye. This holiday season, instead of standing in line for hours, head to Poshmark, says... The easiest way to buy and sell your fashion items. Find all your favorite brands like Nike, Lululemon, and more for up to 70% off. All from the comfort of your very own iPhone, sis. Today you can get $5 off your first purchase when you enter the invite code GROWN5. When you sign up, download the Poshmark app, sign up and enter the code GROWN5 and get your life.